That was the whole industry news right there. I just wanted to get you guys ready um, because there's going to be a lot. We're talking about a lot. Disney had a lot of freaking news, and I mean Warner Brothers had a lot of news, but we'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. Yeah, it's, it's almost all Mouse versus Bunny. It is. Almost all, it but is. Yeah, we, we do have a couple other things. Yes, I mean, yes. We need an auctioneer to be able to do it, exactly. though. Exactly. <laughs> we'll hire one. I mean, he'll be here next week. That's it's right. Fine. That's it's right. fine. But we have some exciting guests coming on the show yes. today the one and only autumn research coming back on inside the crazy ant farm talk third about time. her new hallmark christmas movie yes yes and as you'll find out third time on the show yes. third time with antonio cupo for the for the hallmark movie it's like it's fantastic exactly. we talk wine calendars home improvement the reason uh, why I started watching Hallmark movies. It's like, true. It's true. <laughs> you know, it's all kinds of fun stuff. And COVID. Agreed. Well, yeah. You know, so, you know. <laughs> or what? And sexy. And sexy. Just be prepared. <laughs> That's right. What are we talking about? You'll find out. You'll find <laughs> out, man. That's a little later on in the show. Now, let's get a little crazy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly, it is episode 142 this Woo! week. Rocking and rolling, about two weeks away from Christmas. We're so super excited. Yes. And we got a little early Christmas gift from Warner Brothers and Disney. It's fucking crazy this week, guys. Yeah, I Be mean, prepared. Honestly, you know, you heard all the news. You heard all the news about Warner Media last week with, oh, we're sending them all. Yeah. Well, this week it's not good news because they're getting a shit ton of backlash. And oh, we man, got it all. It's insane, man. It's absolutely insane. And you guys know who is going to be bringing you the news. Your host with the most, myself, JLo Fantastic, and the one only mouth. What's up? Guys, oh, it's going to be so freaking fun. I'm so excited about this before we get started though if you are watching the youtube video you can see our holiday merchandise we got the freaking bonk santa hat with the christmas lights which is honestly my personal favorite mine too but do not get me wrong bonk in the santa costume is pretty badass as well <laughs> so, it is i mean pick it up now because you know you want to open christmas gifts christmas morning with those crazy ant media shirts and give them as gifts exactly uh, come on now exactly you man. wear them give them to somebody else also exactly it's i mean get one for the whole family that's right exactly oh man let's talk about it we're jumping right in disney <sighs> investors who have bought into disney's allegiance oh my goodness the empire yes. <laughs> um gosh guys their stock fucking rose like crazy this week up 25 percent today friday was the best day they've had since march and oh it's been insane yeah closed at 160 plus dollars uh like you said 25 percent increase over the last month um everybody thought oh my gosh covid 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 and the, the parks are shut down and everything but they had a plan yeah we talk about it never underestimate Iger. Don't do he it. was planning for this not covid <laughs> but for things like this i mean the man is brilliant he picked chapic chapic has got it you know so i mean if you're a shareholder you're thinking, you're yes, you're, you're pretty happy. happy. <laughs> and what what's the biggest thing behind that surge? Disney Plus. Of course. Right? So I guess everybody was waiting, right, for this investor call. They're like, oh, yeah. okay, well, Warner did this. And you guys know it's the bunny in the mouse, Always. the bunny in the mouse, bunny in the mouse. So what would Disney do? Would they – 
counter and go against, or would they say, yeah, that's a, probably a pretty good idea. The theater's in trouble right now. Maybe we'll do Well, no. no. They countered and went against. They assured everybody that their theatrical releases, their tentpole films anyway, the Marvel films, the Star Wars films, they are holding. They are holding to their release dates, and, yeah. and so that's super exciting. But, but, but. They did, and I want to get the quote right because Chappick was adamant about it. Um, first of all, they announced yesterday, if you missed it, and don't worry, we've got it all. Of course. A hundred movie and TV series during their investor day with 80% of them going to Disney+. Plus. That's 80%. But Chappick wanted to make it clear, so let me say, he, he quote, we had a $13 billion box office last year, and that's not something to sneeze at. We built those franchises through the theatrical window. It's about balance and following the consumer as they make that transition. We need to be flexible to read all the cues, whether it's COVID or a changing consumer behavior, so we can nimbly make decisions. Meaning... Their tent poles that they built these huge friends, the MCU, Star Wars, all the biggies, guys, all stay in theatrical. Yeah. All gonna you're gonna be able to go see those woo in the theater and scream with the crowds and all that. But but there's a shit ton to hold you over coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. So you're like, oh, another delay, another you won't even worry about the delays. No. And this, did you see this? 14 to 16 billion dollars a year they are spending on content for disney plus that's insane absolutely insane i mean it only makes you think about what they actually spend for theatrical releases like jesus christ man Uh, i just it's insane it is crazy and i mean with all this it makes sense this next one i mean disney plus plans to i mean make the price a little tiny bit higher i mean it's not even bad though it's not even bad no it's like like a dollar, yeah. literally a dollar. It's going from six ninety nine to seven ninety nine per month, and it, that uh, happens in March. So be prepared for that. But now subscriber count is at eighty six point eight million dollars globally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or subscribers. Subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Subscriber you said dollars. Ca- I said subscribers count. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but here's why that's like significantly important, guys. Just to put this in perspective. Netflix started streaming. They started the streaming service that we know and love now, right? 13 years ago. 13 years ago. So over 13 years, Netflix has accumulated 195 million subscribers. 195. That's where they released the last quarter. That's what it is. Disney already has 80 plus million subscribers in a year. Yeah. Now they're predicting that they're going to go over 100 by the end of the year or early next year. And now they're predicting 300 million by the date that they were predicting 100 million. Netflix has got to be going, wait a minute, what the fuck? 13 years it took us to get 200 million. You got 100 million in a year? Fuck. So, I mean, that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's absolutely crazy. Like we've talked about multiple times on the show, they're going to catch up to Netflix real quick. And by 2024, they will be the most profitable, profitable and the most popular streaming service, especially if they do actually combine Disney Plus with Hulu. Right. And I mean, you're talking about, and we're about to tell you, they're talking about 100 shows and original movies 
per year that they plan on loading on Disney Plus. So content is not going to be an issue. I exactly. mean, just exactly. And I mean, all of this stuff is coming from all of their big inner like tangled studios and their little bracket. We're talking Marvel. We're talking Lucasfilm, Pixar, Disney Animation, National Geographic. All of it. All of it is coming with some awesome badass shit for everybody. Yes. And we're honest. about to tell you everything that you need to know about what they announced. And we're going to break it down. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to bounce back and forth as you're listening and watching. Um, but we're going to tell you, you're not going to miss a single thing that came out of there yesterday. We're going to start with Marvel. Yes. Um, as you guys know, this is no surprise. They've been saying it forever. WandaVision is going to be the first one out of the gate on Disney Plus for the MCU series um, coming. So Marvel, WandaVision is going to launch on January 15th, 2021. Yes. You guys know this. It's extremely important. There's some characters in there that are going to also show up in Doctor Strange, in Captain Marvel 2, all this. If you've listened to past shows, you know that. So there's going to be a lot that you've already heard but we just want to give it to you so that's the first wandavision launching on disney plus january 15th of 2021 exactly and the second one they announced is the falcon and the winter soldier everybody is super pumped up about this especially the, i mean they're both stepping into some huge shoes to fill so Absolutely. right now they have released a release date for it and it's going to be march 19th of 2021 if you guys haven't checked out the teaser trailer that's on youtube our social media right now it's absolutely badass especially falcon flying through oh some my shit. gosh it's yeah. super badass i'm so excited about them uh expanding his role and his character development because he is honestly one of my favorite characters in the mcu so he deserves that spotlight especially him and bucky that dynamic there's a reason why why Cap chose them as his number one and number two. So well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and guys, we should say there's probably there's a teaser trailer for all of these. They yes. released teaser trailers for everything we're talking about on here. And I agree with you. I mean, that teaser trailer opens up with with Sam talking about the legacy of the shield. Yeah. And yes, guys, at the end of the six series, because it's only six episodes, that kind of bums me. Yeah. But. He's put. He's he gets the shield and the costume. He becomes Captain America with the wings, though he keeps his Falcon stuff. So that's badass. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Next one. What if? Uh. You, we've briefly talked about this, but I'm really excited about this. If you're a fan of the comics, you know what What If is. It's the Watchmen, and they look over and they kind of like, okay, this is what really happened. But what if this happened instead? Well, that's exactly what this series is going to be. It's going to take famous events from the movies, from the MCU, and change them up. Like, what if Peggy Carter became Captain America instead of Steve? Or, you know, what if, you know, somebody else became Iron Man? Or, you know, these type things. That's what it's going to be. They're going to take Marvel movies and flip it all around and be like, but what if this happened instead it's gonna be badass. yeah it's gonna be badass and some so. people are coming back to reprise their roles as the voices so that's gonna be awesome yep. uh and loki it is set to debut on disney plus may 20 uh 21 so i'm super pumped about that one like we said there's teaser trailers out for all of this and i mean this one's interesting to me of course everybody knows that i'm more of the movie guy and less of the comic book guy so it looks like he's bouncing around in different dimensions and like different parts of the um quantum realm i guess you could say i that's what it looks like yes yes and and i'm just saying based on the teaser trailer we may see thor 
Right? Like, that would be bad. Uh, the Rainbow Bridge was there. He jumps out of a plane and he says, Brother, I'm jumping. Yeah. Are you here? And then you see the Rainbow Bridge. And I'm assuming he's talking about Thor. I, I don't know. But, yeah, it looked badass, it did. didn't it? It looked so freaking awesome. Uh, where are we? Miss Marvel. You guys know they've been talking about this one forever. Miss Marvel is finally launching on Disney Plus in late 2021, introducing Kamala Khan, the 16-year-old uh, Pakistani-American. We've talked about this one. She is going to have her own series and then is going to transition. She will appear. We'll be talking about this a little later in industry news in Captain Marvel 2. So super excited about that one. So late 2021. Yeah, that one's going to be badass. And especially this week, there was a lot of set photos from this next one. Hawkeye, which is set to debut on Disney Plus in late 2021 as well. Uh, everybody knows stars Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye and teams up with his well-known Archer from the comics and Kate Bishop, who is his daughter, played by Haley steinfeld i mean we did see a lot of on-set photos this week and i think somebody let it slip the young avengers one because after you showed me that picture i saw all that with uh or i saw so many other pictures with that little a on her shoulder gone yeah so i think somebody let yeah. that one slip yeah because there's no secret that it's going to be they're setting up the young avengers in all of these marvel tv series they're setting up the young avengers for films exactly i think so yeah they kind of like uh-uh. Yeah, nope, they're like, nope. erase, erase, erase. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, and his family is returning too. Yeah. I saw that. The family is is going to make a, an appearance as well that That's you awesome. saw last time in Endgame. So, She-Hulk. Super excited about this. And this is Tatiana Maslany. We said that she was going to be in it, and then everybody denied it. No, that's yep. not true. She denied it. It's, it's happening. It's, it's part true. of the Marvel game, I feel like. It is. It is happening. It is going to be a comedy series, but with serious tone to it. And this is awesome. She is going to star, but then they have confirmed not only that, but... Mark Ruffalo is definitely coming back as the Hulk, which, duh, how does she become She-Hulk if he doesn't, right? But Tim Roth is coming back as the Abomination from the Hulk movie. That's badass. So that's going to be badass. I'm still trying to figure out how that's going to be comedic. Yeah. But we'll see. And Feige kind of hinted at, sort of hinted at, in a twisted about, so we can't give a confirmation on this. But it looks like Daredevil might pop up in that show. Mm. Makes sense. Charlie Cox, you know, playing Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock's a lawyer. Jennifer is a lawyer. She-Hulk, you know, Jennifer Walters is a lawyer. Makes sense. Yeah. You know, and you know Feige kind of like puts them out there. So yeah. we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye way. on that. Um, this next one, I'm super surprised that it's actually going to be a series. But no, I bet he does pop up in the movies. Moon Knight, it's yes. going to be a series created for Disney+. Plus. Action Adventure feeds a uh, complex uh, vigilante who suffers from like an identity disorder and uh, who has multiple identities who live inside him. And I'm super excited about this because I don't know a lot about this character. So I'm excited to learn. And I mean, of course, being around this guy all the time, I, I'm going to know if it's right or wrong. So. That's right. That's right. I will tell you. I will tell you. <laughs> I do like that they're going with the Egyptian uh, background because yeah. there's been several different iterations of the character, but by far my favorite is that one. So nice. I, it's smart that they're going that way. Next one secret invasion they set this up in captain marvel let's be honest about it it's it's coming to disney plus samuel l jackson is coming back as nick fury and ben mendelson as uh the scroll talos you guys saw this is apparently going to show though how the scroll have been here for a lot longer than we thought they secretly invaded earth and have taken over different people you know impersonating different people who the people they took over and are impersonating how long have they been here 
Did they infiltrate the Avengers? Who knows? This series is going to figure all that out. I'm so super excited because I actually like their dynamic a lot in Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvel, I should say. Um, it's very exciting, especially that last end credit scene. Was it Fury the whole time or was it the scroll? We'll see. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Next one is Ironheart. That stars Dominique Thorne. Uh, freaking, I'm so super excited about this. She's playing Riri Williams, a genius inventor who creates the most advanced suit of armor since Iron man and everybody knows iron man is one of my favorite characters so i'm excited to see how this will live on and transform absolutely i'm, I'm really curious how this one's gonna work too because riri you, tony was her mentor and she at one point you know became iron man for yeah. a stretch before she took on the identity of iron heart so that's gonna be really interesting with because Tony's not there anymore to mentor her. So, and then this next one is even why it's more interesting. Armor Wars, based on the on the comic book series, Don Cheadle is going to come back as Rhodey, aka War Machine. Yes, and it's going to explore what happens when Tony's armor falls into the wrong hands. Mm. So. Will that play into Ironheart? Will yeah. Will Riri design the armor and kind of take on that role because of what happens in Armor Wars? Will there be a crossover? Will Rhodey be her mentor? Yeah. Like, those are all kinds of questions like that with these series all coming out. We assume they're all going to connect because we know yeah, the MCU is all course. connected. But will we see little crossovers? Because that would be badass. Agreed. Uh, this next one's pretty interesting, and I'm wondering how they're going to do it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. It's going to be coming to Disney Plus uh, during the 2022 holiday season. And the exciting thing is it is going to be written and directed by the one and only James Gunn. Yeah. So I'm pumped about that one. I hope they just don't go super awkward, weird when fucking like the Star Wars one did. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a little article that James Gunn said it is true because a lot of people were like, no, that's fake. That's yeah. not how – he said, no, it is true and that him and Marvel have actually had it planned for like two or three years. And so it, it's been a thing in the works for yeah. like I – don't, I don't know, but okay, right? Right. Um, mm, I like this one. I Am Groot is also coming to Disney Plus and it's going to feature Baby Groot in a series of original shorts. So whether that'll be CGI like or movie like or animated or they didn't really go into that, but I'm no. assuming it's going to be like the movies live yeah. action. I mean, so. we're going to be talking about a lot of short projects Disney has going on, and I think they're going to make short projects popular again. I think so too. To be honest, I like, think so too. I'm super pumped. Uh, now going into Lucas Films. Yes. Oh man, the first one long awaited, and everybody's been talking about it since the Mandalorian came out. Ahsoka. The finally yes. it's going to happen. Rosario Dawson will be playing Ahsoka. Everybody saw she popped up in The Mandalorian. Now, what's interesting, it's going to be a limited series starring her. So uh, I'm wondering how that's going to play out. But happily and unbeknownst to everybody else, Dave Filoni and John Favreau will be coming back and helping out this Star Wars uh, TV world. So I'm so super pumped about yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're executive producers on every one of these series yeah. that, we're, that we're telling you about. And Filoni is writing this one. That's that's cool. So that makes sense because she's a character from the Clone Wars and he damn near created the Clone yeah, Wars exactly. and all that. Kind of, so that only makes sense. Um, but that's not it. Rangers of the New Republic, also set in the timeline of The Mandalorian. It's going to be a live action series 
from John Favreau and Dave Filoni um, that will intersect with future stories and culminate in a climatic story event. Mm. Now that's interesting because they already said Ahsoka was going to cross over with the Mandalorian, so I'm assuming this one could too, and maybe that's the big climactic event. Yeah. I don't know, but it, that's going to be damn interesting. Agreed, man. Agreed. And next one's Andor, and it's going to be like the tense, nail-biting spy thriller, and this one's going to be set in the Rogue One uh, timeline stories. Yes. And Diego Luna is coming back as Cassian Andor from the Rogue One stories, and he was going to be playing. He's going to have a fantastic cast with him. Uh, so super pumped about that. And I mean, oof, I, there's just a lot of good stuff. And that was stuff. a really popular movie. And I really, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I'm excited about that one. This next one. Oh my God. Finally confirmed. It's finally confirmed. There, yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. So it's happy. filming. It's not filming. So it is. Happy. But it's finally confirmed. Obi Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor returns in the iconic role of the Jedi Master, Obi-Wan Kenobi, on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be uh, 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where he faced his greatest defeat. Um, now, here's the thing. Jedi apprentice Anakin Skywalker turned Darth Vader, we all know. Yes. He will be back. Yeah. Hayden Christensen is confirmed to be returning as Darth Vader in Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love it. That's going to be so badass. I, love I can't it, man. even just oh my <laughs> I, god. Uh, that's probably the one I'm most excited about. Yes. Not most even definitely. Lie. Um Bad Batch, we've talked about this one before on previous shows. It's going to be a Bad Batch of the experimental elite clones coming in. It's going they were in, introduced in Clone Wars and they're going to be trying to find their way throughout the galaxy whether I mean if it's going to be on the Republic side or the Sith side. So that one's going to be really cool and of course this one is going to be an animated series as well. Yes, which is awesome. Yes. This one sounds really cool. Star Wars Visions. Yes. It's going to be a series of animated short films, like we were talking about, like whether it's Marvel, Star Wars, whatever, they're going to have a bunch of shorts. Um, An animated short film celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. Yes. So we're going to see some Star Wars in anime, which will be badass. The anthology collection will bring 10 fantastic visions from several different leading Japanese anime studios with a fresh look on Star Wars. Yeah, that apparently a lot of people have been wanting Star Wars animated series to go anime for a very long time now, so I'm glad they're branching out and taking this step to give the fans what they want. Because, Absolutely. I mean, there's been a petition it's been great. I know you're excited about this next uh, one. I'm, I'm super excited but I don't know how they're going to do it because Donald Glover was great, but Billy D was also amazing. So, right, right. And we're talking about the Lando. Uh, it's either it's going to be a series, and it's going to be obviously centered around Lando Calrissian. He's going to return for a brand new event series for Disney Plus. Uh, Simon or uh, Justin Simeon, yeah. who is the creator of Dear White People, is an early dis- uh, development of this project. Yeah, he's going to be the showrunner and taking control of it. So that's badass. Yeah, I mean Justin Simeon's badass. So so, yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, will Donald Glover be involved with it? Is it Billy D. Williams? We right. don't know. Will knows? it be both? It could be both. That'd Who be knows? badass. Maybe it, it transcends the timeline of all. I mean, that would be, yeah. This is a, a slash a Star Wars story. Yes! <laughs> yes! Make it happen. That would be epic. Uh, the next one, The Acolyte. The mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. I'm excited about that because, I mean, we only see the Sith from the Republic eyes and I right. mean the dark side through the Jedi eyes. So, I mean, it's going to be very interesting. If you look on look up on Pinterest, the different, uh, like, 
things they believe in i mean you might believe more in the sith than you actually think you would like right? it, it's like passion uh determination things like that so i'm super excited about that one to give more of a backstory on the other side of the eye. yes um the next one is a droid story and this one is going to introduce a new hero and they're going to be guided by fan favorites and i mean our favorites r2d2 and c3po this one is going to be developing new stories for animation and it's going to be like a an adventure film for disney plus so super pumped about that one and i mean of course those are everybody's two favorite droids so absolutely i mean can you do a droid story without those you can't we better see bb8 too though that's what i I'm agree saying. i, I agree. like bb8 uh this next one no surprise we've been talking about this for weeks on the show willow um is going to be coming on disney plus Duh, if you listen to the show, right. you know that. And it's going to have Ron Howard and and Willow is coming back. Warwick Davis is coming back. We've told you all about this. So, yes, it's coming in 2022. Yeah. 2022. Exactly, exactly. Going over to Pixar, this is by no surprise because their documentary series have been doing so fantastic on Disney+. Plus. I mean, The Mandalorian, Taylor Swift just put one out, and yes. I mean, The Frozen one. Now we're going inside Pixar, and it's going to be, like I said, a new documentary series that invites Pixar our fans into the studio and for an up and close never before seen look at the artistry craftsmanship storytellers behind these so beloved films uh the first five episodes are currently available on disney plus and morris have scheduled uh to be released soon yeah i've watched the first two and unbelievable yeah unbelievable you think you know pixar but you don't until you watch these so bad so freaking badass i mean i love that yes um this next one we've told you about you know it's coming out on christmas day it's going to try to compete with Wonder Woman on HBO Max. It's a showdown. Wonder Woman's going to kick its ass. And that's unfortunate because this sounds really awesome. Soul. It's going to be available exclusively on Disney Plus on Christmas Day of this year and explores themes like appreciating the simple joys of life and finding one's unique spark. You know, this is the one about the guy who kind of dies and then doesn't have a soul and he's in, so he goes to heaven and they're like, oh, and he comes back in search of his soul yeah. and soul with uh, Jamie Foxx. It's going to be fantastic. You a guys lot of good that. stuff coming out on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. And a freaking Alex Trebek's last fucking Jeopardy. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Burrow is, is part of the Pixar's collection of shorts called Spark Shorts. And it's going to be created by a diverse group of storytellers. And this is going to be debuting exclusively on Disney Plus on Christmas Day. And Burrow features a young rabbit who embarks on a journey to dig the burrow of her dreams. Despite not having a clue what the hell she's doing. So that's going to be super exciting i mean it's going to show <laughs> young kids and young storytellers like hey if you don't know exactly what you're doing maybe you should start and learn as you go yeah yeah i think that's good educational and entertaining exactly it's gonna be great this next one i, I this is i'm just gonna say it i think this is a to jeffrey katzenberg and quibi maybe i'm just gonna say it <laughs> yeah pixar popcorn coming to disney plus in january of next year 2021 a collection of mini shorts real small real small <laughs> featuring pixar characters in all new bite-sized stories by pixar's talented animators that's great. so basically little pixar movies or tv shows like real quick yes like what quibi tried to do and failed yeah I, 
Just saying. Just saying. Wow. Just a burger. All right. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, man. This next one, everybody's super fans of this one. Up, Up is doing like a nice little spinoff series called Doug Days. And everybody remembers Doug. He's the talking <laughs> dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's going to be, it's going to follow his, uh, it's going to be a short series and it's going to follow his humorous misadventures, uh, you know, in the backyard doing things with his human and all that good stuff. Everybody <laughs> loves a talking dog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? And you know what's even better than a talking dog? Talking cars! Hell yeah. That's right, because we needed this, right? We needed this. Cars, they're not over. They're, they're still not. coming. Lightning McQueen and his best friend Mater are going to take a cross-country trip. And it's going to be a series. Yes. And it's coming to Disney+. Plus. And yes. so that's a fall of 2022. Yes. Because we needed that, a, a, a cross-country road trip with, with, with Lightning and, and Mater. We did. I mean, that's going to be hilarious. Hell Come yeah, on. man. Hell yeah. Uh, next one is Win or Lose. This is going to be Pixar's first ever original long-form animated series. And it's going to debut on Disney Plus in 2023. And it's a comedy about love, rivalry, and challenges we all face and our struggle to win at life and man we all know that can be hard yes it can um, but it's definitely going to be awesome uh, each 20 minute episode highlights the perspective of a different character and explores the drama of bad calls when made on and off the field so oh yeah boom I feel Duh. like they're teaching us a lot of life, le- they life are. lessons. They are. And that's, I mean, it's staying within Disney, right? Like that, what I Disney mean, does. That's their template. Okay, so now we're switching out of this. We're switching out of Pixar. We're going to Walt Disney Studios. Yes. Like these are all being done by Walt Disney Studios. Hocus Pocus 2, exclusively yes. on Disney+. Plus. The spooky sequel to the 1993 Halloween cult classic, Hocus Pocus. Everybody was waiting Duh. for this one. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of rumor was going to happen. I'm so super pumped. Um, this next one we talked about. Eh, eh, I'm probably going to watch it just to see what it's I'm like. I'm totally going to watch yeah. it, but you know. Uh, Three Men and a Baby, a modern take on the hilarious 80s comedy with Zac Efron. This one is slated to debut uh, in 2022, so yes. be prepared for that on Disney+. Plus. Yes, and we briefly talked about this one, so we'll go a little bit more into detail on this one. Our buddy James Dumont is in this next one. Yes. Safety, it premiered today. You can actually watch that right now after the show. After the show. After you listen to this. Safety, it's a drama inspired by the empowering true story of former Clemson University football safety, Ray McElrathobay, a young man facing a series of challenging circumstances whose dedication and persistence help him to triumph over repeated uh, adversaries. Um. Adversaries, like I can't even speak. I need wine. I was just um, happy you got that story because I didn't want to say that. Yeah, name. no, I, I think I nailed that you name did do too, pretty right? Well, <laughs> and if you guys are unfamiliar with this, this is the guy who sneaks his little brother on because they're kind of like homeless and they have no yeah. place, and he gets to go to Clemson and play football, and he sneaks his little brother on a campus, and they're like both living there, kind yeah. of a thing. So yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Check that out for sure. It sounds good. Agreed, definitely after the show. Uh, the next one is the <laughs> Keenan Lowe project, and this one's coming to Disney Plus. And it is inspired by a real-life story of a high school coach who has averted tragedy through compassion. Yeah. So, And this one actually comes from Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Danny Garcia and uh, Hiram Garcia. And on board as – they are on board as producers under their Seven Bucks production. There you go. So that's pretty bad. They're rocking and rolling behind the scenes. They I mean, are. there's no doubt. The Greek Freak yes. might be my favorite name out of all the ones so far. Hell Greek yeah. Freak. Heads into production next year for 
for Disney Plus, it's going to be the remarkable story of NBA MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo and his family. Because remember, him and his brother both play in the NBA, uh, who lifted themselves out of poverty and his undocumented immigrants living in Greece. Ultimately, Giannis finds himself on the world stage. Exactly. In the NBA. Yeah, two MVPs back that's to right. back, baby. That's right, baby. So, so that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, Disney seems to be partnering with a lot of NBA players, <laughs> yeah. too. Because the Chris Paul Project is a biographical film in development at Disney Plus about the NBA superstar and uh, NBA players president, association president. Uh, and it follows deeply his moving story of family, legacy, destiny and what that means to help him play and play into the next day and who he is today oh so i'm pumped about that one because so he's deep. super underrated yeah he is that's true that's so true flora and ulysses i know you're asking what is that well i'm gonna tell you <laughs> it's a delightful comedy adventure based on the newberry winning book about 10 year old flora an avid comic book fan who isn't i know right me okay uh <laughs> and, and a self-avowed cynic who rescues a squirrel with unique superhero <laughs> powers. The film makes its debut on Disney Plus February 19th of next year. That's is, cool. is it is, is it the squirrel from Up? Right. Like, like after he ran away? Like, like okay. Ran I'm away just, from you know. Oh, That's right. Man. Uh, the next one is The Cheaper by the Dozen, the reimagining of the hit comedy from the blackish producer uh, Kenya Barris. Uh, we talked about this one before, and it finally got the release uh, year. It's going to be on Disney Plus of 2022. So, and I mean, everybody knows it's going to be centered around 12 people in this huge ass family that are all multiracial, which I think is a great thing, right? Yeah, now. yeah. And uh, officially confirmed. Gabrielle Anwar, ah, uh, Gabrielle Union, not Anwar. Gabrielle Union will be starring in it. Yes. So that's awesome. I agree. Um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. This one's been talked about forever, too, but now it's coming. You guys know it was a successful live action film for Disney back in the day. Well, it's coming to Disney Plus in 2021, but with a catch. Yeah. It's going to be an animated film. Yeah. So back kind of more like to the books. Yeah. So that'll be awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped about that one, especially if they go like stick figures, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the next one is The Ice Age Adventures of Buckwild. Yeah! Exclusively on Disney+, and it is a spinoff of the popular Ice Age franchise uh, from 20th Century Studios, and the story centers around uh, three favorites, the prankster of the Posum Brothers, Crash, and Eddie and the swall bucking uh, titler weasel Buck. Yes. Uh, so I'm super excited about that one. And that one is supposed to be a early 2022 release. Yes. And and Buck from the movie is going to be playing Buck in the series. Yeah. So that's right. cool. Okay. That only makes sense, right? Exactly. Um, Night at the Museum. We've t- talked about this one too. Is it? Is it not? Is it? Is it? Well, it is. It is. And it's coming to Disney Plus with a new twist. It's animated. They're going to do an animated Night at the Museum. Good, because you could never replace Robin Williams. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Um, Sean Levy, who helped shape the films, the blockbuster films, as director of the previous films, he is on board to kind of be a producer and kind of guide this thing along. And it will be in 2021 at some point on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that would be super cool. It will be. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And it's a hybrid live-action animated feature for Disney+. Plus. This seems to be the thing right now. Mm. Uh, is in development. Uh, John Mulaney and Andy Sam are set to star in title roles and by the way 
Seth Rogen is going to make a cameo. And yeah. And this one is slated for uh, spring of 2022. I'm just going to say it. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg as Chip and Dale are yeah, going to be right. fucking hilarious. I agree. That's going to be hysterical. Hell yeah. Um, another one we've been talking about, but now we know for sure, Pinocchio. Pinocchio is coming to Disney Plus in a compelling new live-action retelling that will leverage the state-of-the-art CGI also to bring Pinocchio to life. Yes. Yeah, you guys, do we have to tell you this? He's a living puppet. He wants to be a boy and then he becomes a boy. I want Geppetto. to be a real boy. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks stars in this one as Geppetto, so that's the big selling point right there. I mean, who doesn't want to see Tom Hanks as Geppetto with Pinocchio? Exactly. Like, come on. Such a classic, man. And then speaking of a classic, they're going back. Peter Pan and Wendy, inspired yeah. by the Disney animated classic, is being helmed <laughs> at Disney Plus and uh, has David Lowry, Pete's dragon, uh, and it's going to be around the young girl rebels against growing up by going with her two brothers to a magical land ruled by an ageless boy who obsessed with adventure who is locked in in an ongoing battle with a captain Hook. yes Captain with a hook, hook. <laughs> Jude Law. Jude Law. What? That's, that's crazy. And remember, um, we talked about this on the show, right? Yara Shahidi from Gronish is going to play Tinkerbell. Yeah. Caused all kinds of controversy because she's black. Like, who gives a fuck? Exactly. She's going to be a great Tinkerbell. Exactly. All right, it's going to be awesome. Disenchanted. I'm actually really excited about. Oh. You should be McDreamy, yeah, right? Okay. McDreamy. This is going to be a sequel to Enchanted, which had. His man crush, Patrick, Dem- Patrick Dempsey. Patrick. Pa- Patrick. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey yeah. <laughs> and Amy Adams. You guys know that's where she came out of the fairy tale and into Manhattan, like real life, and was like, whoa, yeah, what the badass. fuck? So this is going to be uh, a, a sequel to it. Disenchanted, so I'm guessing some bad shit happens. Yeah. Oh, does she lose McDreamy? I mean. Oh. It, will McDreamy sad. even be in it? We know Amy Adams is confirmed to come back, but will McDreamy come back? We don't know. Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> next one is Sister Act 3. This is going to be the third film in the beloved Sister Act series, and it's in development. Whoopi Goldberg is on board to star and produce, and amazingly, Tyler Perry is also signed on as a producer for this project. Yes. And I, I mean, duh, Whoopi Goldberg. Could you do a Sister Act without Whoopi Goldberg? No. There wouldn't be a Sister Act. Really? Okay, now not to be confused with Walt Disney Studios, we're now switching to Walt Disney Animated Studios, Animation Studios. Come on, you guys know that means cartoons. Yeah. Okay. Raya and the Last Dragon. You, we've been talking about this one. Will it go to theaters? Will it not? Well, it's going to be released on March fifth, twenty twenty one, on Disney Plus. And in theaters. Oh, oh, they're doing that weird little mix. But uh. they said they were going to be, you know, all over. This is Disney. Um, but this is going to be another Mulan, guys. It's going to be on Disney Plus with that premiere access. So you're going to have to pay. Will it be 30 bucks again? I'm thinking not because Chappick kind of talked about that. And they, they kind of knew that was a hit and miss. Um, more of a miss. So I think it'll <laughs> yeah. probably be a little bit cheaper than that. But we'll see. Um but you see how they're slyly, just like slyly uppercutting, like doing kind of the same thing HBO is doing, HBO right, Max. But right. I mean, they, they just didn't release it all at once. So, exactly. I mean, they did it the right way, I feel like. Exactly. And this, of course, travels to the fantasy world of Kumundra, where humans and dragons lived together long ago in harmony. But when an evil force threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later... 
shit hits the fan. Yeah, right. Hey, you know, I mean, it's, it literally says it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say that. It's Disney. But it sounds really good, and if you're willing to pay the premiere price, but probably just wait a couple months, and you'll be have it for Disney Plus for free. Exactly. So. And I mean, Aquafina's in it. So, That's I right. Mean, Aquafina and Kelly Tran from Star Wars and from um, Sorry for Your Loss, yeah. the, the Facebook one with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Exactly. So. Exactly. Uh, the next one is Baymax for Walt Disney Animation Studios. It's going to be its first ever animated series, and it takes place in a fantasy city of San Francisco. Um, and it features fan favorite healthcare bot Baymax, and the series premieres on Disney Plus in early 2022. I mean, it looks like, and it sounds like, they're gearing more towards their children's new content. Yes. that's really cool. I'm excited about that. It is, and I loved Baymax. You guys know Baymax, right? Hero 6. Remember Hero 6? The big, like, inflatable, like, marshmallow-looking robot that that was the medic for the the kids? That's who we're talking about, Baymax. That's going to be awesome. You'll need to explain after the show. You'll Uh, need to I have no Did idea. you watch Hero 6? No. Oh, well, oh man, such a good <laughs> yeah. movie. It's actually a Marvel movie. Oh. Stan Lee makes a little appearance in it in a picture, you know, animation. But yeah, it, it's based on a Marvel comic book and it was fantastic. All right. And this guy basically for a project for school creates this medic robot, but he's inflatable and shit. No. And he's Baymax. And so that, yeah, that's what it's based on. Cool. Yeah, I know you said after the show, but hey, hey we got you right there. now. Maybe some other people needed to know too. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Zootopia is heading back to the fast paced mammal metropolis of Zootopia. In a short form series, again, another whoosh, uh, Quibi. Yeah, right. Short form series. It's going to dive deeper into the lives of some of the feature film's most intriguing characters, including Fru Fru, the newly married Arctic Shrew, Gazelle's talented Tiger Dancers, and the Sloth. Everybody's favorite Sloth from Zootopia was my favorite for sure. Um, short form series, Spring of 2022. Yes. On Disney Plus. Yes, and they're also coming with a science fiction series. Oh man, I uh. It, Iwaju? 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 Iwaju. Iwaju. And it's going to be an all-new original series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Like I said, science fiction. It's going to be a long-form series set in uh, Lagos, Nigeria, exploring deep themes of class, innocence, and challenging of uh, the status quo. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah, this is really cool because they're partnering with a really famous – african-american pan-american yeah, comic, book, comic company. book company so that's going to be really badass that's like a first time collaboration for the thing and that's going to be awesome yeah um oh see this one was easier i'm sorry tiana uh, yeah uh, what huh <laughs> tiana <laughs> tiana is coming i'm you know who tiana is and if you guys don't shame on you Agreed. the only black disney princess from nola y'all come on now Hell tiana's yeah. getting her own series which i'm super excited about long form musical comedy series Featuring the extraordinary entrepreneur whose news princess uh, kingdom, Meldonia. And it's just going to go deeper into Tiana's beloved hometown of Nola. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's the first Disney princess to have her own animated series. Yeah. I, that's pretty badass. Out of all of them, Tiana is the first. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty badass. It's because of Nola. I agree. That's all I'm saying. I agree. And Moana, the series, is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. It's going to be a long-form musical series that has followed the spirit, uh, spirited Voyager Moana. Uh, I'm super excited about this one because this one went over really well. And hopefully, The Rock makes a little appearance every night. That's, that's what I was saying. Like, will he? Won't he? We don't know. Okay, National Geographic. We are just going to touch on these really quick. Yes. Nat Geo, because this is all live action. This is all kind of... 
But it's cool stuff. Um, Cousteau, which is going to explore the life of Jacques Cousteau. Yeah. Makes sense. Totally. Yeah, pretty badass. And a genius, Martin Luther King. I mean, it's going to follow. It's coming from Brian Grazer and Ron Howard. So that's pretty awesome. Yes. Imagine. Uh, So I'm pretty excited about that one. We all need to learn more about that shit. Yes. And then Secrets of the Whales from executive producer uh, Nat Geo and James Cameron. Sigourney Weaver is going to narrate this thing. And it's going to... Tell us the secrets of whales. Yeah, right. Which I mean, you know, so he he went, loves underwater. He does. That's and, what it is. And he loves Sigourney Weaver. Exactly. So there, I mean, it only made sense. Exactly. Okay. And a real bug's life. Now this one's going to be pretty interesting because they're literally going to use uh, like fucking zoom in technology so you can see bugs in their natural habitat doing what they need to do to feed their queens. I mean, ants taking all the food to the queen, feeding all the tribe, and all that good shit. So I'm excited. So, will they see Bonk? Maybe. Maybe Bonk Bonk hanging out there with me. Maybe we're going to Bonk's bar. Who knows? I don't know. Um, America the Beautiful. It's going to explore breathtaking landscapes. And wildlife is timeless, but the truth is very different. Its unique geography drives forces of natural extreme disasters. So, it's basically going to be taking a look at America and everything that goes on in America. Exactly. um, And wilderness. Exactly. This Um, next one is I know. I'm excited about this. Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. This guy is going to be showing you how important your body is. And he's going to be like going through his workout regimen. And I mean, how the body fights illnesses and a whole bunch of different stuff everybody knows this dude's freaking ripped so he knows a lot about the temple that is your body and he's gonna pass on this information to you if you watch it i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna work out at the same time there you go i mean who better than thor that right jesus come on exactly Uh, welcome to earth the world's most charismatic now they're saying this not us not that i disagree the world's most charismatic charismatic movie star Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> He's going to embar- embark on an awe-inspiring global journey to unlock the secrets of the most extraordinary and unexplained phenomenons of nature. Yeah. Be pretty bad. Will Smith man. going all over the world ex- explaining to us unexplained, formally unexplained, phenomenon exactly that's gonna be awesome exactly it's okay and i mean some of the television projects that walt disney was talking about that we've talked about a little bit on the show mighty ducks game changers that yes. one's supposed to be premiering in early 2021 and everybody knows lauren graham is attached with emilio estevez coming back to reprise his role i'm super pumped about this one to see where everybody's at because that was honestly one of my favorites me too and lauren graham yeah that's a winner That's no matter right what. There. You're taking an, a, a, a beloved film of mine that from, from my generation and you're adding Lauren Graham to it right. and making it a series. <laughs> I'm happy. Boom. <laughs> it's a win. Um, big Shot. We told you about this one too. This is the one with John Stamos starring as a um, basketball coach. Yvette Nicole Brown's going to be with him about it. He gets fired and he basically goes to an all-girls school um, the, you know, coach there. So that, yeah, we told you about that one. That's going to be interesting. Yes, and of course, the mysterious Benedict Society, a place an undercover boarding school known as the Institute, uh, follows a group of orphans that must foil a fucking crazy-ass plot and the ramifications <laughs> of creating a new uh, sort of family along the way uh, stars uh, Emmy Award winner Tony Hale, so part of that. So I'm pretty excited about that, and I love when they bring in these new ensemble casts because Hollywood gets to be exposed to them. Yes, and the final announcement for Disney Plus, we've told you about countless times before, so don't be too excited about it. Turner and Hooch, starring uh, Josh Peck. Remember the reboot from the movie, the Tom Hanks movie with the dog and everything? They're doing a series. We've told you about this. There it is. Yes. Uh, there it is. Boom. 
But Disney Plus wasn't the only thing they announced. It really wasn't. I know what you're asking. What about the Marvel movies that you told us were still going to the theaters? Well, we have a shit ton of news for that, too! Starting with, Christian Bale is officially making his foray into the MCU in Thor Love and Thunder. I'm super excited about this because I am a comic book geek, and this is a fantastic character. He's going to play Gore the God Butcher yeah. in Thor Love and Thunder. It's pretty um, badass. If you guys know who that Gore is, I, I mean, he's badass, inherits his superpowers, and then he basically blames the gods for all of his shit, and he goes on a hunting spree to kill gods. Yeah. So this is how it's going to happen. He frequently comes across Loki and Thor, so that's going to be badass. Exactly. And Jamie Alexander's fan favorite character, Lady Sif, is returning to Thor Love and Thunder. I mean, people were wondering where she been at. Right? But now like, she's coming back. I'm super pumped for that Yeah, one. I'm super excited about that too. Feige also announced that the next Ant-Man movie is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Well, okay. Uh, I'm not happy about this one, though. I love Catherine Newton. She's a great actress. But apparently he announced also that Catherine Newton is replacing Emma Furman yeah. as Cassie Lang. That sucks. Remember, she was the adult, the, well, the teenage version of uh, Cassie, uh, uh, his daughter. And, like, that kind of sucks because she's going to go on to be one of the young Avengers. And, like, it's not going to be Emma. I know. But uh, congratulations, Catherine. You're, you know, that's great. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, in Captain Marvel 2, too. We've talked about that a lot about a little bit. It's continuing to take shape ahead of its November 2022 release date with Miss Marvel, Eamon Zanina, Zelina, uh, and yes. uh, Tanya Paris uh, as the WandaVision cast. I mean, they're all going to be joining up. Like we said, they're going to be bouncing around between the series and the film. So I'm happy to see all of this stuff working yes, out. Yes, and, and Tiana is playing uh, Monica Rambo, the grown-up version. Like, you remember Akira Akbar, who we had as a guest? She was the young, you know, Monica Rambo in Captain Marvel. Well, now she's all grown up, and, like, that's who it's going to be. Boom. Be a- <gasps> this next one, I'm so fucking excited about. They're finally going to get it right. They're going to get it right. I promise. It's MCU. It's Kevin Feige, and they have the right guy in the helm. They're finally going to do a Fantastic Four movie from Marvel, from Kevin Feige, in the MCU, and Spider-Man Homecoming director John Watts, who's done all of the Spider-Man movies, which we all love, he's going to be the one who takes the helm and directs it, and is gonna, that's going to be fucking awesome. Like the perfect balance between campy and comedy and yes, action. Like, and, yes. Perfect. Yes. Well done. Good choice. That's going to kick ass. Now, who are you going to cast? That's going to be the real thing. That's yeah, going to be awesome. Exactly. Um, this next one's pretty freaking interesting, guys. I mean, we've been talking about Spider-Man 3. It's Putting together, putting putting together a crazy ass cast, and I mean, now rumor has it Alfred Molina is returning as Octavio Octavius, Otto Octavius, I should say, uh, Doctor Octopus, fucking coming back for the third installment for Tom Holland's led Spider-Man franchise. Yeah, now remember he was the bad guy in Sp- in Tobey Maguire's. uh, Spider-Man 2, which many would argue was the best one out of all of them. So that's awesome. We already know Jamie Foxx is coming from Andrew Garfield's second Spider-Man movie to be Electro again. So, I mean, who's not going to be in this is the question. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just... And rumor has it, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire might be in it. We don't know. No confirmation yet, but I mean... There's shit going on Toby everywhere. was spotted in Atlanta at a costume fitting. Exactly. Just saying. That seems pretty obvious to me. But here's the huge news and another, like, whoop, 
pow, to Warner Brothers for fucking with your talent. Don't fuck with your talent. That's all I'm saying. Patty Jenkins is going to the mouse house. She has been tapped to direct the new Star Wars movie, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, man. That's going to be awesome. Um, It's going to be the next Star Wars film released before Tahiki Weed. Aika Waidis. Yeah, there you go. Um, So, uh, and it's going to focus on the fighter pilots made famous in the Star Wars films. Uh, It's also going to be the first feature film in the franchise directed by a woman. Damn. That's fantastic. I didn't even realize, yeah. And you picked the right one to do it. That's all I'm saying. Christmas Day 2023. Oh, I'm excited about that. I wouldn't be surprised if Bryce Howard was the next one, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. Um, True. Lightyear, we're finally going to get an origin story about... Buzz Lightyear, and it's in the works with Chris Evans voicing the lead character. The film will follow how the young test pilot who became the space hero that spawned the Buzz Lightyear action figure made famous in Pixar's Toy Story movies. So that would be very interesting. That's really cool. It's not about Buzz Lightyear. It's about the guy that Buzz Lightyear was created at. Yeah, based after. That's really going to be awesome. I I agree. Ooh, this one's really exciting too. Disney Plus is negotiating with Daisy Ridley, we all know Ray from Star Wars, yes. uh, to star in Young Woman and the Sea, uh, uh, Jeff Nathanson's scripted drama based on the book, and uh, it chronicles the daring journey of the first woman to ever swim across the English Channel. Gertrude Trudy Edris. Damn. That's awesome. That's Because this apparently was a huge competition between all these women to see who would do it first. And only five men had ever accomplished it. And then she did it. Yeah. Daisy Ridley. I love Daisy Ridley. So Agreed. that's awesome. Agreed. Disney and Nat Geo are doing some really freaking cool things, guys. Especially with the technology that we have right now. They have assembled a team of award-winning documentary producers for Return to the Moon. And it's going to be an event series that will follow NASA's uh, Artemis program. And it's going to be filming over the the next four years from now until the lunar landing launch, uh, Return to the Moon will give viewers an all-access pass to a group of astronauts and their colleagues documenting their efforts, ambitions, and personal sacrifices and breaking through the first step. So we'll actually get to see people walk on the moon. Yeah, that is going to be so fucking epic. Thank you, Nat Geo, for right. doing that. Um, I'm as excited about this one, and no surprise, ABC issued an order for six more episodes of Big Sky, bringing the season one total to 16, which basically now during COVID is a full season order. Um, that's not surprising because it's been kicking butt in the live plus after ratings. So in the highest premiere since, you know, November, last November. So yeah, only a- makes sense. Absolutely wild. Disney Plus is also an early development on a reboot of Alexander the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. I wasn't expecting this one. No, me uh, With Matt Lopez writing. So, and Steve Carell is coming back uh, as Alexander's dad and it's going to be followed a young boy as he went through his truly tough day yeah so uh, yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun guys this next one freeform how do you replace pretty little liars with a drunk female yeah right uh freeform has ordered a pilot for single drunk females starring your honor sophia black delia and breakfast club's ali sheedy and it's gonna follow a single drunk female. Um, a 28-year-old alcoholic, Samantha Fink, who returns home and is trying to get her shit straight. Ali Sheedy is going to play the mom. Apparently, she doesn't get her shit straight, and Ali Sheedy comes down on her, and that's how it's going to be. Yeah, man. It's going to be absolutely crazy. This next one, man. Freaking, I had no idea it was even still on the air. Yeah. Uh, fucking Always Sunny in Philadelphia got renewed by FX for four more seasons. Uh, that sets a new record for 18 seasons for FX, I believe. Uh, a move that will like be absolutely insane. Like I said, I didn't even know it was still going. 
Yeah, that, I mean, insane, insane. All right, now, of course, we can't have Mickey versus the bunny without, without the bunny. Without the bunny. And, all right, guys, you saw what happened last week. We, we talked about it extensively. Well, it's not going over well. According to the New York Times, Warner Brothers approached William Morris and Endeavor. Because you guys know, we talked about this. Patty Jenkins was adamantly against it. She was, no way, it's a fucking theater film. It's not going on. HBO. And then all of a sudden, she was singing its tune. Why? Well, now we know. (laughs) New York Times is telling us that apparently Warner Brothers reached out to the talent agencies of both Gail Gadot and Patty Jenkins, said, what do we have to do to get them on board with this HBO Max thing? And the answer was simple. Well, we think it would have made a billion dollars and their back-end cut would have been $10 million or more. That's what we want. So Gail Gadot and Patty Jenkins both – Got ten million or more dollars to get on board with the HBO Max release. Yeah, a lot of people are not happy though. I mean, they got some huge stars attached to their franchises like Denzel Washington, Margot Robbie, Will Smith, Keanu Reeves, Hugh Jackman, Angelina Jolie, and especially with DC being their huge superhero franchise, James Gunn. James Gunn is not happy whatsoever. No, apparently they offered him some sort of a deal too. We don't know whether that happened at the same time as Patty and Gal or before but apparently it wasn't adequate enough for James Gunn and then when he found out about the money that they got Patty and Gail got he was even more furious so um that's not good news because uh I mean they rightfully deserve to get paid what Patty and Gail got and the DGA thinks so too because they told Warner Media that this decision goes against everything that the DGA and the contract with Warner Media stands for and it's unacceptable, and they have demanded a meeting, and they're demanding that that their people get the same treatment that Patty Jenkins and Gail Godot got, and are going to take it into hands if not, meaning I'm guessing suing? Right, and I mean, legal action might happen, especially from these lower studios that fucking let Warner Brothers and Warner Media, I should say, distribute it, their film, like Legendary Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, currently in production uh, for Dune and God Godzilla versus Kong. Everybody knows that they co-finance that with Warner Media, and I, they're talking about possibly pursuing legal action because of the revenue they're going to miss out on from theatrical releases. So yeah. that's crazy, guys. You don't understand that movie costs like two hundred something million, and Legendary put up a hundred and seventy-six million. Exactly, of that. they're pissed, and now they might not get that shit back. I mean, I'd be pissed. Lawsuit. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, good news. Good news. It wasn't all bad news for the for warner media now the cw unveiled the first full-length look at tyler hoshan's new uh superman costume for superman and lois fucking badass it looks pretty good pretty it classic does. man pretty yeah classic. very classic it looks more like um 52 meets man of steel kind yeah. of a look to it and everything but the cape is finally normal again doesn't have the fucking backpack looking thing i'm so excited good news good news definitely definitely and i mean warner brothers and dc films has tapped writer cat vasco uh, to script plastic man as a female-led action adventure uh, dc-based film production uh, president walter uh, hamada uh, an executive <laughs> uh, miss nong there will oversee by the studio obviously so i'm super pumped about that just because, I mean, a lot of people don't know a lot of DC's more less known characters. Obviously, it's in the name. So yeah. So we'll see. I, but 
I mean, it can't be called Plastic Man, can it? If you're gonna, or make if her it's a gotta woman. be a fucking woman. I don't understand why they're changing it to a woman. I, I just don't get that. I mean, I'm all for women led. I course. just don't get it. Uh you know, we were asking this because you've watched it. I haven't watched it's the first so one yet, but I've, I've got to watch up, it finally. Yeah. Yes, but we were asking when will the second holiday special of Euphoria be dropped? Well, now we know. Um, plus, Jules Hunter Schaefer, who plays Jules, she actually wrote this thing and co-executive produced on it. So nice. that's pretty awesome. We do know the episode will premiere January 24th, and it's called Fuck Anyone Who's Not a Sea Blob. Yeah. It's going to foul Jules's adventure over the Christmas holiday as she reflects on the year. Like, you know, we we saw we saw Zendaya's, Rue, like, you yeah. know, Rue um, reflects, so now we're going to see the other side of that. So. That's cool, that's cool, especially where with, like, yeah, the relapse and shit. Yeah. Um, HBO is also following the trend of rebooting like every other studio, and they're doing it with the hit vampire drama True Blood, and it's coming from Riverdale creator uh, Roberto Aquara Sakaska. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know why, man. I don't know why. I, you know, it, it's confusing to me, too. Like, why True Blood? It was so massive. It was so huge. And it really not that far removed yeah. from when it I, – I just don't know. Um, Okay, Watchmen was a huge hit for HBO, right? Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. Well, Nicole Castle, the Emmy-winning director for Watchmen, she's inked a huge deal to be the lead director on HBO's dark horror comedy – the baby. Yes. It only makes sense after Watchmen's huge. This sounds really weird, though. There's going to be an all-female writer's room on it, which is pretty cool. But the show focuses on a 38-year-old woman named Natasha who unexpectedly lands a baby. I don't know whether that means she has a baby or somebody puts it on her door or whatever they're meaning by landed a baby. Um and her life of doing what she wants, when she wants, dramatically implodes. And then it turns into a really creepy thing because the baby apparently is controlling, manipulative, and has violent powers. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And something else that broke this week that everybody was talking about before the Warner Brothers drama and, of course, the Disney investor meeting was this iCarly reboot that is happening at Viacom CVS. What the hell is happening? It's going to be like a fucking... Uh, a, not a retelling, but like just popping in, seeing what they're up to. Uh, but still, eh. eh. Uh, yeah. To be fair, though, like like Lil Cam said, like Emily said, I'm more for the revival than the reboot. I guess. So, but you know, and and will Sam show up? Will yeah, Sam who show knows? up? That's the question, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. And Netflix had a stern answer for the UK. Fuck off. Right. That's basically what they said. They said as the pressure from the UK continued to put a disclaimer on the crown, they said they have absolutely no plans to do so and don't see any reason to do so, yeah. saying in a statement that – and this is exactly what I said, that they that was implying that if by putting a disclaimer that the viewers are too stupid. Yeah, That's right. exactly, exactly what Netflix said. We have always presented the crown as a drama and we have every confidence that our members understand it's a work of fiction without having to fucking tell them that. It is. Exactly. But so kudos. Exactly. And the last story of industry news, guys. We're so super excited because everybody knows we're huge Cobra Kai fans. And the new season three trailer dropped this past week and it looks badass. I love that they're getting back to Johnny and his main student storyline because that was kind of lost in the second uh, season, in my opinion. So I'm excited they're getting back to that, especially with him damn near almost being paralyzed and might not walk again. So he'll be there for him. And then I mean, Russo and Johnny teaming up to try to take down the new Cobra. Yeah, Kai. and Shozin and Kamiko show up from 
remember from Karate Kid 2, the girlfriend and the villain from Karate Kid 2? They show up, so I don't know whether he's going back there or are they coming to America or what, but that's a... The only thing that was surprising to me is that they set it up all last season and then Elizabeth Shue is not in the trailer. Yeah. We do I, not yeah. see Allie. So why'd we set it up all season and then what? Yeah. I, I don't know. It so. has to be it has to be popped in somewhere. But man. I, I still like our theory that she's gonna be the doctor that fixes him. Yeah. So that'd be know. badass. It that'd would be, be badass. Well, guys, it, I mean, we know. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Woo! We got it though. We, we got did. it. We did it. Man, it is time for our awesome, amazing special guest interview with the one and only Autumn Research. She's amazing. You guys know we love her. One of our favorites to come on the show and to talk about the best time of the year, Chris. Yes, I mean, and she is all out this year. Apparently has decorated her house and got the kids all excited about the tree and like you're going to hear all about that. Agreed. So uh, fun stuff, man, fun stuff. Definitely. Well, here she is. Autumn Reeser, welcome back inside the Crazy Ant Farm. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Third time. We're so thrilled to have you back for the third time. Super pumped. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so much to talk to you about, though. We were, like, literally just talking about how the last time you were on the show, it was pre-COVID. So, like, everything has changed since then, um, including – I can only imagine for you how much things have changed with, with, with two youngins at the house and you're trying – you're locked yeah. down and, like, all the kind of stuff that must be going through. And then on top of it, trying to figure out the whole how do I do the career stuff. Right. Woo, I mean, crazy. Uh, so we're definitely yeah. going to talk about that a little bit because I, I know a lot of people will be interested in that and, and how you balance it. And it's just an amazing job that you've been doing with that. But, and of course, yeah. though, I mean, the, the biggie, the, the, the Christmas movie that we're super excited about, A Glenbrook Christmas. And it's a night of thirds because this is like your third with Antonio, a third Hallmark movie with Antonio. Yes. Yes. Good catch. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, your third time with us, third time with Antonio. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it's that was exciting. <laughs> so, all right, let's dive into it, though. How has COVID been? Uh, I mean, all seriousness aside, you guys, we know LA has just been a nightmare with, the, with I mean, it's under lockdown again. Um, and, yeah. I mean, you have two young children at the house that, you know, that are not in school because of the lockdown, I'm assuming, and, and that you're yep. trying to deal <laughs> with and keep your career going. Talk about that a little bit. How, how has that struggle been, the balance of trying to figure out how to do, I would imagine, like auditions or even just taking jobs. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Let me start with what I'm grateful for. First. Sure. <laughs> Before you rip it all <laughs> apart, right? <laughs> rip it all apart there you go um, i like to start with the positive um the the good thing is in 2019 both of my kids started school at the same school all i did in 2019 was soak up the beautifulness of my ordinary life like that is what i focused on i was deeply appreciative for just being able to walk both of my kids to one school in the morning not have to get in the car just appreciating like how like the simplicity and the normalcy of my life was. Yes. So go me because then COVID hit. And (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that sense of gratitude bought me like a good three months into the pandemic of like, this is fine. Like, you know, just riding on the wave of gratitude. Right, right. (laughs) So I had a good three months where I'm like, it's all going to be over in July. Everything's fine. 
fine. I'm going to meditate through this. Homeschooling is fine. It means more school with my kids. And then basically all uh, hit the fan in like July and August and I lost my mind. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> this is terrible. I can't sustain. I, what is happening with my life? What am I doing with my life? Like, I, I think a lot of people went through different. I mean, this is trauma. We're all going uh-huh. through trauma, you know? And so we're all going to deal with that different ways and for me like I've dealt with complex trauma in my past and this sort of reactivated it I don't know if there's people out there who experienced the same thing but it was like I was in PTSD all over again Uh, yeah and and I heard some good advice from people basically saying you can't treat trauma while you're in trauma so that was a good reminder of just like this is about and my best friend was really helpful through this this is about breathing and getting through and just doing what you need to do day by day right so i i feel like i've gone through like all of the stages and um uh yeah short version how are you guys about the same uh, yeah it's yeah. trying to figure it all out yeah exactly <laughs> trying to like you know make make light of um what what it is and isn't and what you can do and can't do and how you know i, I can i can only imagine like how do the kids feel because i i always feel like everybody wants to spend more time together and then when you're forced to spend more time together you like the, all of a sudden not that much time together uh, like how is it with the kid are, are are the brothers getting at each other are they okay with mom around all the time or like how is that i I, I, coming from a child standpoint what is that like yeah well okay the beautiful thing i feel really really blessed because my kids are actually really great ages to be going through something like this when we started this they were six six and eight so and now they're seven and nine and you know i don't have teenagers who are like needing social connection right and about like figuring out how they fit in the culture and i don't have two or three year olds who just need to be physically being out in the world like discovering what the world is i have kids who are really happy to learn from their parents at this point and so like they've gone through this beautifully they've older one has had an easier time of it because he's more introverted and Mm -hmm. my younger one's um kind of an extreme extrovert (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, I've been more challenged with that one. It's a lot of look at me, look at me, look at me, watch me do this, watch me do this. Let me say (laughs) like eight things to you at the same time. Um, But so that took a little bit of adjustment. My older one done they're both like excelling in school which is really good awesome and the silver lining the silver lining is like as a divorced parent i get less time with them usually so this is allowing me to sort of make up that time during this really precious stage in their growth and development and when they're just at really beautiful loving ages so um for the most part i'm loving it i've just had to surrender to it and realize that there's um, a limit to what I can actually accomplish outside of parenting yes. right now. Yes. I like to think yeah. of it like a kind of like a snowstorm. Like we're all snowed in right now and maybe it kind of sucks. We all get a little claustrophobic, but when it passes, we're going to have such these amazing stories to tell and all these memories that we can look up, back on and be happy about. So I, yeah, that's my kind of outlook on it. I just try to take it day by day to be honest. That is beautiful. That's very positive. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. And then we should mention you, you got to throw in the dog too because I mean, she's got like everybody oh, yeah. at the house. 
yeah. And the dog. And the dog who makes appearances oh, in and, videos and yeah. stuff. That's fantastic. Older child keeps lobbying for a hamster and he's a dragon. <laughs> and I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> that is so funny. See, but yeah, I, I love the positive. That That's why we love to have you on the show because you always give good advice. So it's always fun. That's why we tell people to follow you all the time. It's like, no, if you need some positivity, this Aww, woman's got exactly. it. Exactly. Still okay. getting comments on the book club top five. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. It was, can, it's can, huge. It is huge. Okay, <laughs> just talk about that for a minute. If we don't get you back on with another book club, we're going to hear it from the, because the, we keep getting these things like, when are they coming back on? When are they coming back on? It's like, I don't even know if they've read five more books. Hold on. Just like, wait, you know. Give us some time. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I actually, I had a goal this year. I had a goal of reading 40 books. I'm on this. There's a app called Goodreads. Oh, and oh. It tracks all of it. And so my goal for this year was 40 books and I was doing so well at the beginning of the year, like staying on it. And they just checked it. And it's like, you're four books behind schedule. Oh. No, but I don't think I'm going to make my goal. <laughs> I feel like an underachiever though. I, know, I, don't, right? I, I don't know about you, Logan, but I, she says, Oh, you're four under goal. I'm like, I've only read maybe four. Uh, yeah. Like, lucky oh. to do five or 10. <laughs> right? so you're an overachiever. Autumn. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so, and we should mention, I, I brought it up that, you know, Sadie making little appearances, but thrilling adventure hour. I mean, so you have, been able to do some stuff from home and give to charity and everything with the thrilling adventure hour and the work juice players talk about that a little bit because that's been pretty successful you guys just keep coming at it that's pretty awesome yeah we've done i think maybe five shows this year and donated to multiple different charities and then last night um hal and mark who are in my theater troupe they have a podcast called we got this and they're doing a lot they we did a live stream show last night uh and i sang a little song um to my friends who are a composer lyricist duo from New York, Selda and Derek, and they let me use one of their original holiday songs that's a little funny and a little sad. And um, and so I got to sing that and we were supporting a charity called uh, Lift. Yes. Awesome. Which so awesome. To, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, everybody go listen to that, all the listeners right now. That's after, right. After the interview, go listen to that. <laughs> exactly, because they're always available for like 24 hours, so you guys yeah, should totally be yeah, able to yeah, get yeah. that, so, um, which, yeah. which is awesome. And you need to do more singing. I can't I, I, agree. I, I think, you know, people want to see you sing more. Like, I'm just, I do. So, I, I mean, I know okay, that. 2021 goals. There, yeah. There right? you go. There you go. 40 songs to sing. There I you mean, go. Yeah, that, it was a little tease. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they all have to be original. So, uh, yeah. you know. Oh my God, so get started writing. That's right. We're That's setting right. the bar high. <laughs> So, okay, now, so we figured that out, right? You're doing these, and these are all Zoom for anybody that doesn't know, or, and if, shame on you if you don't know, because, I mean, they have, like, huge guests on it, and the Work Juice players themselves are all huge, but you guys got to check that out if you haven't already. Um, So we know that. That's Zoom. That all goes down. You, you're at your house, and you do that kind of stuff. But now let's talk about... Outside of that, how yes. has that process been? Because obviously you have a new Christmas movie, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, um, coming out, and you and you had to go film that in Vancouver and everything. What is the whole process like now with the COVID regulations or even the travel to, to yeah. go do that? Because – I mean, the last time you were on the show, we kind of talked about how quick the turnaround on these Hallmark movies is. Mm-hmm. I, was that slowed down any? Or like, I mean, how has it changed the process with these? Yes. Basically, what happened this year is when we all went into lockdown in March, um, the entire film industry shut down until about July. And um, that was uh, re- it was scary, as this whole time is scary for everyone in every industry. And um 
I was actually supposed to start. I, I just signed literally the day before the shutdown happened to be moved. Oh, wow. So I was supposed to start shooting in April and then I was supposed to go to Italy mm. and that, uh, obviously all went away. And, um, instead I was homeschooling and trying to get, you know, some projects that I have right that I'm writing off the ground and just trying to focus on like the positive side of what I, what I could do. And then the industry slowly got up safely in July. And then I just went back to work for the first time in October. Um, and it was the first time, like I'd been unemployed for like over a year, which was the longest time it had ever been. Yeah. Um, in, in, and it was very, you know, a lot of people encountered this. It was scary. You know, it continues to be scary for a lot of people. This, these are really uncertain times. And, um, I was really, really grateful and blessed that I got to do this in October and, um, yeah, it was a great experience. I felt very safe. They have so many protocols in place. We got our temperature taken every morning. We got COVID tested every week. The whole crew wore masks. We made it through, you know, three weeks of shooting without anybody getting sick. And I feel like people take it seriously. And and it was it was really it was it was um, I felt really lucky to be working. Yeah. Uh, wow. Three weeks. And then yeah. like that's that's just wow. Yeah. And I'm with the crew situation because everybody knows that uh, uh, occupancy rates have been like lowered. So was it a smaller crew? Was it kind of like a skeleton crew or was it still like a regular no. normal size? No. In order to do a movie in three weeks, you still need like a robust crew to make that happen at all. All right. At so least people are it, still employed. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thank goodness. And um, I feel like... You know, I had posted on on Facebook like uh, some stuff about that that I was going into quarantine because before I started shooting, I had to quarantine mm-hmm. for two weeks in Canada. Like I got a like random Airbnb and just hung out for two weeks and read a lot and watched <laughs> a lot of HGTV. I, <laughs> nice. I, like it, if you need your kitchen renovated, I can now do it. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Nice, how nice. many home improvement shows I watched during those two weeks? Um, <laughs> but I had posted on on Facebook basically asking for recipes like because I was like I gotta I'm just gonna be here cooking for myself for two weeks like what are your favorite recipes and somebody had posted something being like that you don't actually need to quarantine like nobody's gonna track you you can go out and I exactly and I was like no no this is a real thing like a friend of and like they I think they went out of their hotel and they got spotted and reported and they got fined like a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's you it's a serious thing. And so for me, I'm like, I feel so grateful to be working that whatever hoops my host country needs me to jump through, I'm jumping through them. Absolutely. Like, yes, please and thank you, you know? Yeah, and it's easy to tell criticize or tell somebody when you're not the one who has to do it. Exactly. Right? Like I, I always love these people yeah. that troll and be like, you don't have to do this. It's like, well how would you even know? You're not there. You're not doing this. Like how do you, I just <laughs> But you did score some really good recipes and and I mean I will I really, say, yeah. <laughs> They they were I I I cooked several and they were damn tasty. Thank you. Great recipes. Yes, thank you for sharing them because I and all of those people were just like fantastic. <laughs> exactly. And next time we want to redo that. anything in the house, we're going to be calling you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Come redesign our kitchen. And then if you continue <laughs> cooking, you can go on Chopped. You can just switch from HGTV oh, to, so to the cool. Food Network. That'd be so cool. I mean, I could totally see you on Chopped. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, we'll make it happen. It'll be it. great. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, let's talk about it. we've we've talked about the COVID and how it all went down, but let's talk about it. A Glenbrook Christmas. Yes. Um this one is is exciting. It's as we talked about at the top of the show, you're third with Antonio Cupo. Um fourth movie overall though, you because you guys did a horror movie, the not Hallmark, but um so yes. y- yeah. <laughs> um so and let me see. Let me let me test my trivia and see if I can get these right and, and tell me if I'm wrong. But well, one is an obvious love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, because that's like, you know, everybody's favorite. Um <laughs> uh, the other one is like I do, I do, I do, if I think it right? Is that right? That's it, yeah. All right, see, and then in a Glenbrook Christmas. There you go. Hallmark. Uh, and by the way, go ahead, tell her. You, you said you were going to tell her. It's tell true, her. it's true. Uh, I started watching Hallmark movies because of Bramble House Christmas. <laughs> it's all because of you, Autumn. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she always says I'm sorry. Know, like, it's a it's good like, thing. No. It's a good thing. You really don't understand. I like I like force them every holiday, and now see, they're fans, though. It's like, it's true. No, people love it. Yeah. I, people love it. I'm, I was really excited i follow this woman on um on instagram jen hatmaker i really like her and uh she posted a photo of her and like her four best friends and sisters having a hallmark movie night watching marathon there you go so cute they made it look so cute they had like matching clothes and wine i was like that sounds fun that's awesome see yeah i mean how can you go wrong with that gather a bunch of people open up the wine and watch a good movie i mean exactly you can't go wrong with that so uh, okay i personally love uh, love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade for the karaoke scene. It's my still my favorite scene ever. I, I think that <laughs> thing is hilarious. You're drunk karaoke. Um, so how are you going to top this in a Glenbrook? <laughs> I am not. I will tell you that. I feel like that was like at the very beginning of Hallmark's rise to their meteoric rise when they would let us get drunk on camera. And now I think that's not allowed anymore. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, we'll see. I, I'm betting though th- this one's a little bit different, right? Because uh, you're you're coming at it. Your character is like the big head honcho this time, like right, wealthy and 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 like yes. known for her money, which is a little bit different from the kind of characters in the past, right? Yeah, it was an interesting challenge for me to play because one of the things I love to do in these movies is sort of infusing my own personality and quirk and, um, you know, you really get, I I like getting to play in this world, but this, I wanted to go the opposite direction with this character because she's coming from a very, she's a CEO of a, about to be made CEO of a real estate organization. She's a mogul basically. Mm -hmm. And so she's coming from a world that's very, Um, professional and cold into this warm, casual town. And so I actually had to work in the other direction. How do I make her um, sort of go from not feeling accepted, which she doesn't, she doesn't feel at home in the world. And so I wanted to portray that journey of feeling othered, of feeling different into a journey of belonging. Mm. So, um, so it was a little bit more of a challenge. I'm excited to see how it works out. I haven't seen the movie yet either. Oh. <laughs> I hope it works. I, I think it was. Did you bring, were you able to bring some of yourself into that though? Like you talked about a little bit and, and, and we won't go into too much of it unless you want to, but you know, because you did go through some struggles at in some points where you felt maybe like you weren't being seen or you weren't being real to yourself and, and, and kind of, were you able to capture some of that and bring that into this character a little bit? Oh yeah. I identify with this character a lot I I really love this theme of um, a calling you know she feels a calling that she can't really explain to go back to 
her mother's birthplace mm-hmm. to this little town of Glenbrook. And she, she almost can't even put her finger on why. And there's, there's such a beautiful um, story of synchronicity here, which is something I've been studying a lot over the last few years, because it's something I've encountered these sort of numinous moments that happen where you're like, what's happening in my life? This beautiful gift that's right in front of me doesn't match anything that I planned for my life. And yet it feels so right. Right. And I got to go on that journey with this character and it's, um, it's a journey I really believe in. And I believe that's actually something that's available to all of us. I mean, Dustin, you know about this. For Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Right. So I had, I mean, a strong believer in it, a strong believer in it. And, and, and you're right with things that you don't think will ever happen or be a part of, or, or just maybe have passed you by or whatever. And, and then there they are right there. So yeah. that's awesome. And, and, and I can't wait to, to see how you've played that into it. And, and of course, let's talk about Antonio, third time, right? So you guys clearly have a chemistry. Yes. I mean, you guys have a great <laughs> the chemistry. The fans are very excited. <laughs> yes. A- anytime it's, a, you know, a- and he plays what? This time a firefighter, if I'm not r- correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You get like full Koopo in the full firefighter. Nice. Outfit. I mean, the fans are going to lose their mind with his hair. Just, he's got the hair toss and the helmet coming off. Like <laughs> slow mo. The only thing that we just need him to speak Italian, and then it would just be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna see Koopo in like a, a fireman calendar or something. Right? It's gonna be like, oh. <laughs> exactly. That's what we need. We need a Hallmark calendar. Well, that's right. Well, <laughs> come on. If you're gonna take it. <laughs> Yeah, all more calendar with Koopa. That there you go, and and what I guess, and all your all your other Jesse Metcalf and like all these guys, I, women would right? eat that up. You know they would. <laughs> oh my but, god, I should make this happen. You should make <laughs> it happen. Why have they not done this yet? I don't right. know. And then I'm donate on, do, donate a percentage to charity, <laughs> and it would all be great. Yeah, you know I mean, come on, you yeah. guys. You you guys in turn though would have to do the female stars as well because I mean that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that would. Do- it would be us doing things in like it's an apron and I'm making gingerbread cookies, right? Like that's forget that. Be. I want you in the old coveralls with the hammer re- renovating the kitchen. What are you talking about? You just yeah, said you were doing home improvement. <laughs> Sawdust everywhere. We don't like, want an apron or any kind of like oh, the woman belongs yeah. in the kitchen. We want Autumn with a hammer beating down a cupboard. Like, <laughs> All right, um, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm so that'll it. be that'd be great. <laughs> Um, I, I am excited because these do work really well. You and Antonio work really well together. You yes. have a really good chemistry. And, and the, the idea of coming at it from a different character type this time going into it, of course, that's what, you know, an entrepreneur that isn't sure about herself or it, it does do people know who the real me – you need a firefighter. I mean that's how you always find your real self is the firefighter. So <laughs> 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 They rescued me. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and I'm guessing because, uh, you, you know, anybody who follows you or whatever, you post all these great pictures about it, everything. And uh, it was actually cold this time. You didn't have to fake it, right? Yeah, because we shot it in October. It got nice and chilly and we could see our breath and we were in our warm, cozy clothes and I was actually cold. So it was perfect. <laughs> That's always and, a you good know, thing. It was fun. I got to work that into one of the scenes too. I guess I was like, I love seeing my breath. I live in California, right? Like I never get to see my breath here. 
I was like, ooh, this is a novelty. So I got to like, you know, improvise and work that into one of the scenes, which was fun for me. Did you go, ooh, I get to see my brother? <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> Eric's from California. She's from California and she goes out to this little town in Colorado. And I'm like, well, this is what I would do. So I'm putting it in. There you go. Absolutely. See, there's the writer and director. And that's that future writer and yeah. director coming exactly. out. Exactly. Right <laughs> we all know you've directed some things. I, I'm, we're still hoping to see the directorial debut on TV somewhere. It's right? still happening. It's going to happen. Yes, that's going to be awesome. So, um, I guess okay. We're doing a new thing. Logan's Logan's going to throw this one out there because we're doing these new things, asking uh, certain questions that we're curious about now. Fun questions. So yeah, and I mean, since okay. you have been in three films with Mister Firefighter himself, <laughs> um, what would you say is your most embarrassing moment on set that you've had with him? Oh my god, I feel like I should. I feel like I should have something embarrassing. Um. I think about it. we have so much fun working together. Honestly, it is such a pleasure to work with him because he's he's very extroverted, mm. and so he's he's very which I'm not really like. I know I probably seem like it, but a lot of times when I'm on set, I'm like it's hard for me to balance my energy all day like that. Mm-hmm. But he keeps my energy up because he's constantly joking and he has <laughs> questions and he's interesting and like. We'd have so much to talk about. Um, oh, this was funny. Okay, so he and uh, Latonya Williams is in this with us as well, and she's the number three, and she's so talented, and she, it's my second movie with her. And so the three of us, she plays um, sort of like his kid sister, his firefighter kid sister in mm-hmm. this. And so the three of us were sitting around, and we were talking about um, – <laughs> this is embarrassing. We were talking about um, Jason Momoa. And how hot he is. All right. And, <laughs> and he should be in a calendar, right? So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where can I buy that calendar? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> and we were talking about um, his uh, New Zealand Maori heritage and like and the haka, right? Do mm-hmm. you guys know what this is? It's the Maori dance, the haka. It's a very masculine sort of indigenous dance. And um, it's one of the hottest things I've ever like it's so sexy just watching men do the haka and so we were kind of we were joking about this and Antonio suddenly just I don't know Latanya's filming and he suddenly jumps up and starts doing a haka and and like he's trying to win us over right and it was this now this gets kind of serious because it was embarrassing for me like we we posted it on like Instagram stories and because it's out of context, you didn't, you know, you don't necessarily understand what it's coming from or the fact that we are talking about how much we love this tradition and mm-hmm. how much, how beautiful it is. And so that was a little, you had some people go, wait, what is this? Is he making fun of this? And like, what is that is because it's out of context. And right. I think that's sort of the, ch- the challenge with posting things on online that mm-hmm. I run into right now that I think a lot of people run into is just like, you can't always get the full story in there. You can be misunderstood. Um, you and, and I'm such a sensitive person. Like I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. I never want to be, you know, do, doing anything that feels like it's disrespectful. Um, and so that was like, it's not like a funny story, but it's, it was, it was a little, I was like, oh man, I hope nobody was hurt by this. Cause that was not the intention. The intention was how beautiful this tradition is and how sexy. <laughs> well, now everybody's going to look <laughs> it up. And yeah. And, and, how sexy. and how sexy. <laughs> she got all deep for a moment and finished it up. And sexy. Yeah. And sexy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, and of course, he just happened to know it. Antonio just happened to know the dance, right? Like, I, I mean, he probably didn't. <laughs> um, he tried to know. He, was, he tried he was, to know. He was trying to win our affection. <laughs> it is a pretty badass dance, though. I, I watch rugby sometimes, and sometimes people do it before. It's an <laughs> exactly. awesome tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I just have to know. I have to know. Me and Dustin were talking about this uh, off off recording a little bit earlier what is your son's favorite movie with mom in them i think they're just just now figuring out what i do oh, like okay. i don't i don't think they really understand well this is a perfect example like a year ago i went to so the first time i brought my youngest with me was when i was doing to set was when i was doing um oh, what was the name of the movie I was, it was a, uh, I feel like I should know this all summer long. No, it was not that one. I'm a, it's Hallmark. It's summer. I'm a barbecue chef. Yeah. Yes. What is, <laughs> what is this movie called? I don't know. Do I just know? remember it references the uh, Roger Staubach and the Dallas Cowboys. So it was one of my favorite. I'm just saying, uh, I can't remember okay. the name of it either, but it, it what, uh, was it Mark, right? You started with Mark. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. In, me and Mark Lucas and it was in Toronto and I brought both of my kids to the set because there was a fair with a Ferris wheel and games and cotton candy. And so they got to ride, be in the background and ride the Ferris wheel. And so uh, that was my youngest son, Dash's first time visiting me on set. So I go to a parent teacher conference, maybe like, I don't know, four months later after that. And the teacher's like, Oh, we're so glad to have you. We hear you're a chef and you work at the fair. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. Yes. So he. So uh, I don't think he really understands what I do. No. <laughs> which is the cutest thing. Um. So there's still. I just showed them last night a preview for Glenbrook Christmas, and they were like, "Mommy, you're on. What is this? Like, there. I haven't really introduced them to this whole world yet. I gotcha. I gotcha. And uh, consulting the Bible, the industry Bible, IMDb, uh, <laughs> season for love. Season yes, for love. there you Thank go. You. There yes, you go. Season for love. That's it. That would make sense because it was barbecue. She was a yeah. barbecue chef with yeah, the seasoning and everything. Yeah, seasoning it. Yeah. I go. was. Ke- I kept thinking love on the menu, but that's the other one where like the whole frozen food thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're all great. They're, <laughs> they're all, all great. great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, well, that's awesome. I mean, and they're both very creative and very. Do you see them kind of moving their way in or out? Or I mean, I I know they both have very oh. particular skills. Um, you know, like, like Liam Neeson. They like, do. They do. No, like really. And, and they, they're, 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 I don't. I, let's hope not those oh skills. God. Not yet. Yes. Um, yes. I'm raising hitmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Or or you know yeah. Um, but I mean, I, they're both very though. The, and I like that how they're so different. Like you said, one yeah, so extroverted, one so introverted. A, but yeah, perfect example. So my youngest son just this week like has inexplicably gotten super into skateboarding oh. i don't know where this came from i bought him a skateboard like two years ago he hasn't touched it all of a sudden this week is obsessed like <laughs> it's all he's doing he's like i need to go to the skate park so i take him to the skate park yesterday for the first time and they start talking with one of the guys that we walk they're very chatty both of them we walk in only the little one is all padded up. He's got his skateboard. He's ready to rip, right? And then they both start a conversation with one of the older skaters there. And he's like, where's your skateboard, man? To my older one. And my older one's like, oh, um, it's not really my thing. Building's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> very, and he's like, oh, okay. He's very uh, clear about who he is in the world. And I love that about him. He has no problem. He's like, I'm just here to support 
like no interest in trying this whatsoever. I'll be over here with my Legos. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, I love that though. The big brother supporting the little brother, even if it isn't, you know, something he's even interested in. So that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah they're <laughs> super, super fun. They really are. Are they excited about Christmas? Yes. And I was so excited. I actually got them to decorate the tree with me this year for the first time ever. Oh, they went through the whole thing. They didn't bail on it halfway through or <laughs> no, they actually stay. It was the first year. Like every other year they've been like, you can do it, mom. We don't care. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, honestly, this movie, okay. The art direction on Glenbrook Christmas is so beautiful. The way that the set designers worked all of this, this beauty on our set, like it was so stunning. It got me in the mood for Christmas. I went and bought a bunch of decorations. I'm usually a minimalist. <laughs> and this was the year I, they just, they won me over. It felt so cozy and warm. So my place is all decorated. I got a little Christmas village and everything. And oh, so maybe the boys are like picking up on my enthusiasm. <laughs> That's awesome. But now they're going to expect that every year on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Now I've trapped myself. That, that's I'm right. Going to be like doing a movie until the twenty third. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. So, uh, well, look, I mean, we're super excited to watch it. We we should say it comes out tomorrow for everybody who's listening to the show. It comes out tomorrow, and uh, it's at ten o'clock. Eastern, I believe that's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then of course it plays countless times after that. Um, yeah. You know, for everybody. But um, super excited about it because it does just look like it's going to be another huge one. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that you kind of have a trend? Like every time one of yours hits, it's always like right there at the top of the Hallmark list of oh most watched show on cable this week or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it seems to be a trend. <laughs> you, you know, people like you, Autumn. It's true. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so that's good. So people are gonna, and we need this. Honestly, yeah. I mean, like you said, we're all kind of dealing with some crazy stuff. So to be able to just sit down with your family, kick back with some wine or whatever your drink of choice is, um, and, <laughs> and, and you know, and watch a, a family, you know, holiday movie. We we all need that right now. I agree. This is this is that year where we need content that makes us feel good. Yes, I, I mean, yeah. I, I could not have said it better. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Also, check or out. Think, if, or, oh. or think that we could renovate a kitchen. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you haven't checked out uh, Christmas in Vienna with uh, Sarah Drew, that one is also very good. That one looked so good. I got to watch that. I got to watch that. They were filming that last year, and it's just like during during Christmas in mm-hmm. Vienna, and it looks so beautiful. That, it was that's, very beautiful. That's an excellent point, though. That That's a great question to ask. Like, do you, are you guys all in on each other's movies? Are you like, is it like the little Hallmark family, a community where you guys all, you know, watch each other's stuff and kind of like, you know. I feel like I'm, for me, I'm super aware of what movie everybody else is doing. I'm super supportive of it, but like, I don't actually have cable or Hallmark. Right. (laughs) um, I can't, I don't even know how I can watch the, like, watch the movies. It's terrible. I don't know how I can watch my movie. This is not exclusive to other people. This is about my movie too. Like, I don't know how to watch my own movie. (laughs) I feel like Hallmark should just send it to you. Right, yeah, like send you a screener or something. Come on, now they can't do that, right? Something like that. I know, I need to like get on it so I can, every now and then I'm on it enough where I live tweet with it, but, um, I don't know if I'll be that on it this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even more yeah. impressive if you're like live tweeting and you can't watch it. That's even better. That's right. Like, how does she I know. Do I, that? Like, I have the link. I have the link and I started at the, the right time. And like, I, yeah, it's been, 
I've been able to do that sometimes. Um, no, but I'm aware of like what is what's going on on the channel. And um, I, it does feel like a family. And I love seeing what everybody else is up to. I feel like I keep up with everybody mostly via Instagram and mm-hmm. via watching the clips that they post and things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what have you got coming up in the future? I mean, obviously COVID has kind of got like this quarantine. whole kind of thing, but yeah, quarantine. quarantine. <laughs> what I have coming up in the future is quarantine. There you go. I think um, it's a perfect time for you to record your album. I- I'm just saying. <laughs> Speaking of, you know who I think has an album coming out is Joy Lenz, Bethany Joy Lenz. Yeah. I think oh, just recorded yeah. her first Christmas album. That's yeah, awesome. Which sounds beautiful she posted a clip of her behind the scenes and god her voice is just so stunning well see uh, yeah i agree yeah, she's fantastic for anybody who doesn't know uh i think most recently pearson she was on pearson but she she's in all kinds of stuff in huge hallmark and uh yeah. yeah so yeah she's fantastic bethany's fantastic um but yeah i'm gonna stay on you i think you should record i think you know anybody who watches anything you sing you, you should record <laughs> i'm just saying maybe, next time we have you maybe maybe that's something i can i can get on this here there you go next time you're on the show we're gonna expect a song <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's like, all right, no. No, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just come back for the book club. We'll be happy. Uh, um, right. Maybe it could be books about music. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll get the best of both worlds. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much for coming on the show. We always have a blast with you, and the fans love you. So that every time we say you're coming on, they, they just get excited and, and super pumped about it. So um, we thank you so much for doing it, especially during all the stuff that's going on and, and just – we really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. And um, I hope you get to go home and have a glass of wine after this. <laughs> or, <laughs> Always. Or you're it. at home. You're like you're drinking right now. That, <laughs> how did you know? know? See? Let's I mean, that's, no. It's, uh, let, let, <laughs> let's be honest. She's she like, knows. She knows. She knows. You know, she knows Dustin, you are drinking that wine. Don't even lie. <laughs> we bought it before we started. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> That was another it's thing. I felt, Everything I, goes. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. I felt so bad for you with the thrilling adventure hour when they, you had water. They were calling you out. I was like, oh, no. It was know, supposed I'm to be sorry. a cocktail type thing. Yeah. So everybody was supposed so, to have a drink. And she's like, I've got water. <laughs> and then everybody was like, are you pregnant? And I was like, yes. Just what every single mother wants. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, thank you. It's just water. Maybe I just wanted water, but it's just that thing though. Like you were talking about, everything is taken out of context. Why can't I just have a glass of water? There must be some devious reason behind it. They're comedians. This is true. This is true. Oh my God. Paget was so funny that night. She just started ripping, man. I think if that link is still available, you guys should post it because that night was super fun. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You guys are. I mean, I hope you guys continue to do more of those. So, because it was, fa- and you, you're going to have to share the link, um, so that people can make sure they see, uh, with you and Hal and doing the singing and everything, especially. Yes. Okay. So the link is in my bio. I'm going to leave it up for a while, and you can just go to my bio on Instagram. Fantastic. And, um, and follow the link and donate to the charity and uh, watch everybody having a good time. We have a bunch of musical guests and comedy, and it should be a fun winter spectacular as they're calling it wow look at that that was right. really well done marketing yeah. <laughs> <Fun> winter <laughs> spectacular so, see she is a writer um and well now you brought it up so tell everybody where they can follow you on instagram and twitter if they don't i don't remember who i am on twitter because i have been on it a really long time <laughs> i don't but, remember who um, i am on on instagram i'm autumn underscore reeser 
There you go. There. Easy I think enough. You can just look for my name and find me on there. There you go. There you <laughs> I go. Could tell. Well, we will make sure everybody follows you because that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> and again, thank you so much for coming on. And open invite, as always, anytime you have anything you want to plug or come on or just, you know, the book club, whatever, just whenever you want to, just come on in. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I always have a good time chatting with you guys. Oh, well, we appreciate you. Go, go Go back to quarantine and um, kitchen renovation <laughs> and, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm still waiting. We're, we're going to expect those posts, you know. Sadowski says he's going to cook with us. Now you're going to renovate with us. Well, we're going to make this happen. So <laughs> Sadowski will cook us a meal and, and you'll build us something and it'll be fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh uh, that's, that sounds like a, a recipe for disaster. Right. There you go. That's the next Hallmark movie <laughs> recipe for disaster. <laughs> See, it's perfect. Your directorial <laughs> debut. We'll make it happen. <laughs> I, this could be the wine talking already. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're going to say goodbye now. And uh, we will be in touch soon. And have a great rest of the night and weekend and all that kind of stuff. And, and happy holidays. Yes, happy right. holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye now. Okay. Bye, guys. Oh, she's always so fun. Uh, she is. <laughs> that story, though, about Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's yes. hilarious. Oh, I'm going to get very, very, right. very serious. And sexy. And sexy. <laughs> At the same time. Oh, man. It was interesting, though, to hear about, like, you know, I can't even imagine. Like, I know how we are, but it, can you imagine a dog and two kids under 10 yeah, at COVID, insane. like, home all day? Woo! God yeah, bless. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you again, the one and only Autumn Reeser, for coming on the show. All right. Now it is time for our top five segment, man. And this one is pretty damn difficult. Uh, we might get a lot of heat for these. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, man. Oh, man. This week, Blame of Jason. course, yeah, brought to you by our <laughs> podcast producer, Jason. It's going to be top five universally loved shows that we don't slash didn't like at all. That's right. So be prepared. You loved them. We, we hated him. We did not. Um, <laughs> we definitely did not. My first one, my number five, goes to King of Queens. Personally, personally, I just, I don't know. I liked all the characters, or I liked all the actors that were in this project, but I just didn't like the, I don't know, the storyline. Of course, I only watched it loosely, but I always thought What's-Her-Face there was always made off to be like, a really mean wife and yeah. i just I, she's not like that in real life so i don't i didn't like how they portrayed that but yeah king queens number five for me eh eh yeah yeah <laughs> like, see and i was a fan of king of queens so there you go see we're gonna like you know this is gonna be an interesting topic for sure exactly my number five was desperate housewives yeah that was a huge thing for a huge. while. Huge. Mark Cherry, man, he, it came flying out of the gates. It was one of ABC's highest rated debut shows and then stayed pretty high in the ratings. I didn't get it. No. And it had a fantastic cast. Don't get me wrong. Young, beautiful women, you know, scantily clad and like in these like crazy predicaments. Sure, I get it. It was like pre-Dancing with the Stars. But yeah. I just didn't get it. Terry Hatcher, Felicity Huffman, Eva Longoria. Okay. Even Jesse Metcalf made a little. He was like yeah. Eva Longoria's pool boy or something yeah. like that. You know, <laughs> I still didn't get it. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. 
I know, I know. I mean, I know you're probably already sending the hate mail, but uh, it's fine. We've got four but more. But I love to you, go. Terry Hatcher. Still, I love you. Yeah. Big fan, big fan. Yeah, honestly, like the more and more we go up to number one, the more and more you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Uh, so be prepared. Be prepared. Uh, my number four is a huge classic. Uh, I guess to some people, American Horror Story. I never got into American Horror Story, to be honest with you. I try. I watched three episodes and was just like, this, this isn't my cup of tea, man. Like, I don't – it's not I, – I don't understand it. I don't understand why people like it. <laughs> you are so getting hate mail. Yeah, yeah, I awesome. really am. Yeah. <laughs> my number four, The Hills. Mm. You know that bullshit show with Lauren Conrad about how – real what happens in the hills totally wasn't fucking real right like, like i just did not understand that show like i don't care yeah i don't care what the fucking people in the hills are doing i i, I just i that was a weird fucking show yeah that's all i'm saying the hills like i no sense to me at all no i agree sense to me at all i agree uh my number three oh shit uh the office i never understood the office man i'm sorry i never did i don't like that style of tv show where Who they are you where they <laughs> interview the fucking cast and i it was really weird man really weird i love steve carell and i love john krasinski but i just i did not understand the huge phenomena of the office like i didn't I don't like when the fucking actors talk to you. And don't even put it in the same lane as friends, okay? It's not. It's not in the same lane. That you, I, I tried three different times. I just don't like it. I have one on there, an NBC show much similar that you know, I'll probably get hate mail for too. So I, I, good luck with you with The Office. Thank you. I've got one too though. My number three, Beverly Hills 90210, the original. Ooh. People it are probably- was fucking massive. Everybody and their grandma wanted to look like Jason Priestley and Luke Perry. They were- you know, everybody had the sideburns <laughs> yeah. and the quaffed hair. I don't understand. And like, dum dum, you know, and everybody wanted to run around in bikinis and like drive Porsches. And I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Gabrielle, well, uh, uh, Gabrielle Cateris. Cateris. I don't know. Why is Gabrielle Anwar on my mind tonight? I have no <laughs> I idea. Know. But Gabrielle Cateris was playing a teenager. She was like fucking 40. Yeah. Okay, people? Like, it just, no, no, no. I never understood the fascination of it. Do we care about rich kids? Do we care about, oh, they're playing volleyball or they, oh, they're just like every other kids. They're just like poor kids. They had relationship problems. They had family (laughs) problems. Yeah. I I don't know. I just, you know, whatever. And I never got the fucking sideburns. I had long hair with earrings. I said, fuck those sideburns. I'm not. Yeah, a lot of people from your generation are coming after you right now. I know. I know. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, Another office-esque type of show (laughs) that was huge. I mean, fucking stars launched fucking like chris pratt um parks and rec i am not a fan man i'm so i just (laughs) not a fan of these type of tv shows don't talk to me i don't care fucking play (laughs) out in the fucking episode i do not care just fucking ah yeah i just i tried this one about three or four different times and it's just not my thing yeah okay i'm gonna preface my number two with I love Tina Fey. I just think she's brilliant. I think everything she touches turns to gold. I was not a fan of this one. 30 Rock. Mm. With Alec Baldwin, the behind the scenes of a, of a variety show or yeah. late night show. I just... I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I know it was a huge hit. I know it kind of resurged Alec Baldwin's career. Yeah. And like it was all kinds of... 
I didn't like it. Yeah. I thought it was a cheap knockoff of uh, Sports Night, only they were trying to do, you know, uh, the late night show instead of a sports show or whatever. I just, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. Send the hate mail. Send, Send it. the hate mail. Send okay. it. Oh, man. I'm I'm expecting death threats, okay? Uh, I'm prepared. I'm ready for it, and it's okay. It's fine. My number one goes to Breaking Bad. Not a fan of Breaking Not Bad. I Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to walk <laughs> off set right now. But, I mean, I tried, man. I went three seasons deep into this bad boy, and after those three seasons, I was like, I don't care to watch another episode. I don't know what it was. I tried. I just, it was boring. I think it was just really fucking boring. I know. I have nothing to say to that. Yeah. It's okay, though, because Brian Cranston has moved on to Your Honor, yeah. which was Showtime's highest rated debut series. It bumped off the Comey rule. Yeah. There you go. So you're doing fine. You're, you're good, Brian. You're good. And I loved Breaking Bad. It's yeah. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, my number one, and I think. I think this show is either you're like me and you fucking hate everything it stands for or you love it. I don't think there's any in between. <laughs> in between, yeah. So I'm going with my number one show that apparently everybody fucking loves but I fucking hate, The Jerry Springer Show. Mm. Yep. <laughs> it is the most disastrous train wreck show I've ever seen in my life. Why people watch this, I have no idea. I just never understood the fascination of why this thing became a huge hit. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I just, I, mm -mm. it really was too. I don't get me wrong. I will watch that in a hotel room. <laughs> like, do not get me. Remember we went on like a little spree where you're like, what the fuck are we watching yes, right now? Yes. Yes. And it was Jerry Springer. Yeah. Like, why are we watching this? Put on fucking forensic files or something. Like, I mean, you know, exactly. that's what you watch in a hotel room is forensic files god damn it not jerry springer i know like, and then they did the spinoff with like the bodyguard guy yeah like, <laughs> like what what it was so weird are uh, you and you know jerry springer fans are like adamant so you know they're oh, coming yeah. at us they're like well, whatever exactly. i don't care daytime television i just man. like no so mm. funny well that's our top five segment uh <laughs> let us know what your top five universally love yeah exactly <laughs> let us know your top five universally love shows that you did not like slash do not like right now that's right man it's freaking hilarious to get to i mean those fucking things man it's great <laughs> uh going over to the box office recap crudes is still number one it came that's in right. with uh 4.4 million Half Brothers came in at number two with 720,000. And then Freaky, that one with Vince Vaughn, came in at number three with 460. And Catherine Newton. Yeah. The new MCU. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All My Life came in at number four. And then The War with Grandpa, Bobby, still fucking like. <laughs> Bobby hanging out. He's number five this week, but he's hanging out. Exactly. Been there for like 14 years. It's yeah. like fantastic. It's crazy, man. <laughs> uh, new movies coming out in a theater maybe near you. Monsters of Men. A Life After the Navigator, Let Them All Talk, Wild Mountain Theme, and... Your the, time. Our time. time. Yeah, it looked like theme. <laughs> uh, but, and then the very ex- excellent Mr. Dundee. Yeah, is this a Crocodile Dundee thing? Because he right. died like a long time ago. How are we doing this? How are we doing, How are we doing this? I mean, I they're bringing this. James Dean back for a war movie. I so. mean, are we bringing back... Crocodile Dundee. Why? Like, why? Now that's a knife. Like, we have fucking Hugh Jackman now. We don't need Crocodile Dundee. We have Chris Hemsworth. We have plenty of people from fucking Australia. We do not need Crocodile Dundee. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Woo! Uh, movies you can still Will go see. Will these claws beat Crocodile 
Styles Knife any day of the Hell fucking yeah. week. Man. I agree. Movies you could possibly <laughs> go see if your movie theaters are open. Uh, Elf, Come Play, Let Him Go, Honest Thief, and Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. I believe it's a Christmas movie. That's funny. So funny. Liam Neeson movie after the joke with uh, – she's know. raising assassins. She is. Um, <laughs> Be prepared, guys. Be prepared. Um, and now going over to the IMDb Pro Top Trending segment. You guys know we love this app. It's absolutely badass. I mean all the latest and greatest breaking news that goes down in Hollywood due with the entertainment industry is on this app. It's all in one place. It's nice, concise. The top stories are at the top, and you can track your favorite stars. You can look us up as well and see what projects we're doing right it's now. It's totally true. And it's, you saw how easy – in our interview, it was demonstrated how easy it is to use. Look how quick you found the name of the exactly. movie. Like just boom, right there at your fingertips. Exactly, exactly. Uh, interesting <laughs> enough, I believe that Christopher Nolan's shit-talking to Warner Brothers or Warner Media and uh, HBO Max got this movie back to the number one trending spot. Uh, the number one trending movie is Tenet. So, uh, yeah, by surprise. I'll be surprised, honestly, if this one pops up on HBO Max since he was like, this is the worst streaming service ever. Uh, yeah, me too. And I, I would not be surprised at all if this is the end of their relationship. I agree. I think this is going to end badly for them. I agree. Um, <laughs> and then good news on the flip side of that Warner Media bullshit, Disney, woohoo, The Mandalorian is the top TV show. Yes. Makes total sense. Agree. I mean, you were disappointed, though. Like this week, for anybody who didn't see spoilers, yeah. no Grogu. No Grogu. Oh, remember they took him? Well, no. It's a badass episode. Uh, Mando's in new armor, and you get to see Mando's face kind of a lot. Do they explain what happened to the jetpack? Because he just left that fucking planet without the jetpack. They don't. I don't know. He put that shit down, remember? Just forgot. Nope. Just forgot it. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And the top trending star is Elliot Page, by no surprise, with his uh, news coming out last week. So that makes sense. Uh, And I mean, super excited because Umbrella Academy is doing huge on Netflix right now. So it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you guys for getting crazy with us on episode 142 of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Absolutely crazy, man. And freaking got to thank our guest one more time, Autumn Reeser, for coming on the show and doing this amazing thing. I always love talking to her. That's right. Me too. She, she's a sweetheart and just, you know, the nicest person ever. And um, I, I'm I'm already sketching the kitchen renovation plans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and charting her album. Like, yeah. we're going to – We're going to make it happen. Yeah. All kidding aside, guys, if you didn't hear the song that she sang the other night, the link's in her bio. Check that shit out. It's, it's fantastic. Yes, yes. And, of course, you can follow her on social media – she uses Instagram the most, uh, barely ever gets on Twitter. That's right. Um, and of course, you can follow us on social media. The company is at Crazy Ant Media, and the podcast is at ItCalf Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, all those social media fantastic places. And you guys know you can follow us both personally, myself, JLo Fantastic, and Crazy Ant Guy 1970. That's right. And you guys know you can listen to this podcast and subscribe to this podcast anywhere you can find your podcast Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher, and so many more. We're literally on everything. We are. And, of course, if you're watching the YouTube video, thank you so much. Be sure to hit that like button for us. Subscribe and ring that bell for all the latest and greatest notifications about our next videos that I've got we have like coming what out. two weeks left to try to get Anita yeah two weeks you can do it That's, I gotta do it I wanna end the year with fucking Anita Bell going boo 
Yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. That's so good. And of course, you guys know you can visit our website, www.crazyantmedia.com, for the latest and greatest Crazy Ant Media gear while supplies last. Um, the Christmas gear is coming off the website on January 1st, so get it while you can. Damn. I know. I'm mean, not going to leave it up all year. So. No, of course not. Yeah. Uh, it's we might put it back up in July, though, because everybody fucking celebrates Christmas in July. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. You know. <laughs> um, man, this was a crazy-ass episode. Obviously, Disney. I mean, fucking Disney was by far all the Star Wars stuff, the stuff that everybody had fan theories about what was going to happen with Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, and fucking all the good shit, man. Yes. I love Star Wars. And for me, the Marvel. I'm a comic book geek literally since birth. Popped yeah. out like I love comics. And what an age to be living in if you are a comic book nerd, yes. geek, fan, whatever. The MCU has just – it's so amazing. And all those fucking teaser trailers and all those shows come in. It's just like heaven on fucking earth for me. Agreed. That's all I'm saying. Agreed. <laughs> And I mean, you know what else would be heaven on earth if we got the one and only to come on the show? That's <laughs> the right. The one? Yeah. The one. Oprah! Oprah!